Well, in a press conference earlier today, Toronto Board of Health Chair, City Councilor Joe Cressy and Toronto's Medical Officer of Health were sounding the alarm regarding the Ontario government's proposed $1 billion cut to public health. Now, the cuts, which are retroactive to the first of the month and will continue for the next decade, has officials concerned over the state of public health, and they are actually calling on the province to reverse its decision. Health Chair and City Councilor Joe Cressy is on the line, and he joins us now on Global News Radio AM 640. Councilor Cressy, good afternoon. Appreciate you coming on as always. Good to be here. Thanks. All right. $1 billion, uh, even over 10 years, is a pretty big number, a pretty eye-popping number. What worries you the most about these cuts? So Toronto Public Health uh, has a direct role in ensuring that every single Torontonian is healthy. So we conduct vac- vaccinations in schools. About 20,000 school students annually uh, get immunizations. Uh, we do uh, inspections related to the West Vile virus. Last year, we did about 400,000 treatments related to it. We provide uh, student nutrition programs, so breakfast for kids. Uh, last year, 212,000 kids had meals. All of these programs are about improving people's health today, but also preventing disease tomorrow. And so what concerns me most is that it's it's easy to cut public health because when it's working, it's invisible. People don't get diseases. They don't um, contract diabetes. Uh, They don't take up smoking. But when you don't prevent those diseases or those factors, the healthcare costs skyrocket in people's health is seriously impacted. So would that be your argument? Because, uh, you know, I've seen some say that, uh, listen, we've already got universal health care in this country, so this really isn't that big of a deal, these uh, cuts to public health. Well, uh, in fact, public health is the preventative health care that stops people from having to go to the hospitals. And so preventative health care, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That line exists for a reason. So, like, let me just give you some of the, the research on it. For every $1 that is invested in public health programs on vaccines, that saves the health care system $16 in later costs from people contracting diseases or tobacco prevention. For every dollar that public health spends on tobacco prevention saves $20 in healthcare costs because you don't end up having people uh, contracting lung cancer. And so the reduction by $1 billion over 10 years to Toronto Public Health and over a billion dollars in all the other cities right across the province This is going right back to the old provincial funding model that existed prior to SARS and prior to Walkerton. Before those two disasters, the province spent less on public health. And expert panels after those disasters recommended increasing public health funding to save the healthcare system dollars and to keep people healthy. And we're going right back to the past. Well, all of that that you just mentioned, I would think that the uh, government, uh, the provincial government is well aware of uh, all of that. Have you been able to kind of uh, underscore that or talk to them uh, about uh, essentially investing in uh, healthcare and how, again, a pound of prevention is worth so much? So the decision to cut Toronto Public Health by $1 billion and to cut public health units uh, right across the province from, you know, Sarnia to Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, That decision was made without any consultation and without any notice. In fact, on Thursday afternoon, on the eve of the long weekend, uh, the province shared with us their new funding model. And so 
if the province is truly interested in ending hallway health care, the best place to start is by investing in public health. And if the province is truly interested in the health of Ontarians, whether that's uh, programs we run like prenatal care for expectant mothers or breakfast programs for student nutrition in schools, they will do the right thing here. As they did the right thing on autism when they got it wrong, they should do the right thing here and reverse these short-sighted cuts. Uh, How shocked uh, were you to uh, get this news uh, late last week and the fact that there was uh, no uh, consultation? Was that a bit of a slap in the face? Was it disrespectful? Well, frankly, unfortunately, this isn't the first time with this new provincial government that we've received an announcement on the eve of a weekend of bad news and cuts. Uh, That being said, never in my life would I have expected that a government that is seeking to end hallway health care would cut public health, which ends hallway health care. And in fact, when you see our mayor, Mayor Tory, step forward and say, and I quote, that this was a targeted attack on the city of Toronto, and in particular, the most vulnerable, end quote. That's the mayor. When you hear Mayor Tory speaking that forcefully, you know you've gone too far. Well, I was about to ask you that question because I understand you've been meeting with the mayor on a regular basis, almost pretty much a daily basis uh, on this. Uh, his level of concern then is pretty high on this issue? You know, I the growing concern is bubbling to the surface, not just in Toronto, but right across the province. So the Toronto District School Board and the Toronto Catholic District School Board uh, are considering writing letters to parents to make them aware of the student nutrition programs that Toronto Public Health runs that now may be at risk in their schools. I'm hearing from Board of Health chairs in Peterborough and Halliburton and Stratford uh, who are worried about the implications in their communities. And so the province may have thought that they could sweep this under the cover, under the carpet. Uh, you know, you bury announcements on the afternoon before a long weekend. It's garbage day is what they refer to it in the news. Um, they may have thought that that would work, but this growing concern, I think, is really demonstrating that when you mess with people's breakfast programs for kids or prenatal support for expectant mothers, you can't get away with it. Where does this go from here? Are you hoping that uh, there will be an uprise, a public uprising about this and uh, the same level of concern that you're sharing with us uh, on the air here this afternoon? Is that the only way that uh, we're going to get the uh, provincial government to sit down and uh, talk with, uh, you know, perhaps Mayor Tory, yourself uh, and others? I mean, have you been knocking on the door, phoning there, and uh, uh, are you getting any sort of response? Uh, thus far, the province is uh, is intransigent. Uh, we are we are seeking to put the facts and the figures and the direct impacts on the programs we run. You know whether it's food safety or water quality or vaccines. We're trying to put those on the table, and what we are being met with thus far is is rhetoric. We're being told that we're fear mongering. Well, we're not. The former medical officer of health of this province, Dr. David Mowat, the man who was at the province overseeing public health after SARS, he has said very publicly that what the result of this cut will be more disease outbreaks resulting in the potential loss of lives. And that's not acceptable. 
Yeah. Uh, Joe, how do you uh, feel about, uh, you know, moving forward on this issue, though, uh, with the, the premier uh, and, and the interaction that uh, he seems to have with Toronto? I mean, this is not the first time that we've seen this. I'm thinking about the, the cuts to, to city council in particular. Are, is there a level of frustration there at the city when it comes to, in particular, dealing with a former city councillor, now the premier, uh, Doug Ford? Well, there certainly is. I mean, So what they've done, to be very clear here, is they are cutting Toronto Public Health uh, by $1 billion. And that's a, that amounts to a new funding model where the city only gets 50% of the funds from the province. They are cutting all public health units across the province, but at a less rate than the city of Toronto. So we're hearing outrage right across the province, but for reasons that have not been explained or given, somehow Toronto gets a disproportionate cut than every other public health unit. And so, you know, just as we, I'm talking to people and we're seeing that, you know, Kingston City Council is, has taken a position on this and others, I also cannot for the life of me understand why you would disproportionately cut Toronto public health compared to every other public health unit when all the research shows that when you invest in public health, you save lives and you save money. Yeah. Just finally, uh, I wanted to ask you, and I'm not here to speak for the premier, nor do I pretend to, but I would imagine his government would say, listen, they've inherited a massive amount of debt that some tough decisions need to be made and some unpopular or tough cuts uh, have to happen and occur. What would you say uh, to that? Well, ironically, the best way to reduce health care costs is to invest in prevention and public health. And so if this provincial government is truly interested in running an efficient budget line, cutting public health will drive up your budget for health care rather than down. And I'll come back to again. You spend a dollar on tobacco prevention, you save $20 in health care costs. You spend a dollar on vaccines, you save $16 in health care costs. So this is, from a fiscal conservative point of view, this is an incredibly irresponsible decision. All right. Board of Health Chair, City Councilor Joe Cressy. Joe, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you kindly.